The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Hey, morning, Kino. <laughs> A bit of laugh, eh? Because your first story is? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it. Storms. Storms, storms and more storms. And we've got a load more coming in and uh, spreading across the UK. They've sort of hit Cornwall and are now creeping up, uh, heading east as they come. And eventually they'll engulf most of the country by uh, by tomorrow. Uh, and we're told uh, it'll be the same for the weekend and for next week. And it keeps on going. And the point is, if it was just the storm we have now, we probably wouldn't mention it, to be honest. It's a bit dramatic for those involved, but otherwise. But of course, it's on top of everything. The fact that there are still parts of the UK that are flooded and have been since before Christmas, for goodness sake. Uh, 70 mile an hour winds sweeping in. In fact, there are 15,000 homes without electricity this morning. They've been working on it overnight and they haven't fixed it yet. And uh, 20 millimetres of rain, which in rain terms in a very short space of time is actually quite a lot. And interesting that yesterday, the Prince of Wales, dear old Prince Charles, went down to the Somerset Levels, this huge flooded plain in the West Country, um, and went and visited people. And he, he tried to be diplomatic, but he was basically not terribly impressed by what the environment uh, ministry had done down there. Uh, the, and when the Prince Charles was there, the sun came out, and there it was in his wellies, and it was rather beautiful. The moment, I mean, almost the minute that Prince Charles left Somerset, it clouded over, and in came the latest storm. It's just extraordinary, really, but um, maybe that says something about the prince and his link with Mother Nature. Did you say he was beautiful? Uh, no, I think it was the a beautiful scene around him. Oh, <laughs> I see. You just had to double-check that one. Yes, I understand. Goodbye, good news to some Kevin Peterson. Gone. Yeah, one of the most divisive sports characters, certainly in our cricket, and uh, I think probably in sport generally in the, in the yeah. UK, and, and, and probably around the world, but so many different takes on Kevin Peterson, because of course uh, there's that feeling, I, I know that he turned his back on South Africa, but then he says South Africa turned his back on him, uh, came to play for England, hugely successful, I mean he is England's country uh, leading run scorer in all cricket. More test appearances than Wally Hammond and Peter May. Better test average than David Gower and Jeff Boycott. More test centuries than Len Hutton. Uh, he was still the highest run scorer on that terrible, terrible Ashes tour we've just had. But he's been told that's it, he's out. He will not be used for the rebuilding of the English cricket team. Interesting, Piers Morgan says it's one of the most disgraceful decisions in the history of modern English sport. And Michael Vaughan, who, uh, unlike Piers Morgan, is somebody I actually quite like, uh, Michael Vaughan, <laughs> the ex-England captain, says this was a decision made by clowns in blazers. Now, that's appropriate in all sorts of sports, isn't it? But there's something about KP. He's divisive to the end, isn't he? People love him or hate him or yeah. sometimes a mixture of the two. And some would say, well, surely the game's all about winning, but winning's also about building a cohesive team and that's having true. everybody mentally sharp when they're playing. Um, and when you have a divisive character in that team, I mean, how long was he I, captain for? He was captain for all of five minutes or something. Well, that's true, and there was that whole element. And then the only thing is, is that Graham Swan, who pulled out of the Ashes Tour and basically retired halfway through it, so all of four weeks ago, Graham Swan was saying to everyone that uh, Kevin Peterson had been pulling for the team and had not been a problem. What happened in the four weeks? Yeah. And, and, and if it happened, then, then why could it not have been quelled? Or, or You just wonder, he's only 33, which in modern cricketing terms means he's probably got another four or five years in him, hasn't he? That's right, absolutely. Now, tell us a little bit about Hitler's invasion guide, the Nazis' A to Z of Britain, and this is sold <laughs> in auction. Yes, less controversial than Kevin Peterson, the Nazis. Uh, 
I'm joking, of course. But, uh, yes, this, this booklet is interesting. Uh, a fascinating take on what might have been had Operation Sea Lion taken place and, indeed, the Germans had invaded Britain in round about 1940, uh, the so-called A to Z of Britain. It tells us uh, it's gone up for auction, by the way, only 350 quid, which I thought was a snip. I think it'll be worth a lot more than that in the future. But yeah. fascinating. It's full of photos and maps and stuff. But it tells us that uh, senior officers had begun picking out their castles and stately homes that they were going to live in after the invasion that certain key British landmarks like Blackpool Tower and the Tyne Bridge in Newcastle were going to be demolished. And here's one, which I like. Uh, one of the plans, apparently, uh, after the invasion, was that children of top-ranking Nazis would be sent to Eton. Um, <laughs> and you sort of think, well, two things with that. Number one, it probably feels like top-ranking Nazi children were sent there anyway sometimes. <laughs> but also, number two, maybe it would have taught them the spirit of how it's better to take part than win and play up and play the game, and it could have changed everything. Oh, you're a hoot. Oh, my word. Oh, no. Oh, no. And someone by the name of Osman Bein Laden did not buy the book uh, on auction, did he? No, no, no. You're all right. And it's not a mind camp. It really is. <laughs> it really is just some, some photos and some maps and some interesting spurious ideas okay excellent adam as always great chetting to you always a laugh as well have a good one adam gilchrist in the uk with your uk report